Mikey Hizzle. Sean. <laughs> we just botched that, didn't we? We botched it. Sean Dizzle. I don't care. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Yeah, yeah. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. It's uh, I do I do want to say that it is uh, almost St. Patty's Day, and uh, I went to Costco yesterday, the day before recording day. Happy recording day! All right, drop the ball. I was on that drinking one. <laughs> right when you said that. <laughs> but yes, happy recording. Day. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, I'm walking through, and I've got an agenda in my mind, right? I'm like, I need new bed sheets, and I need uh, Cause something you else. Because you them all once. Hey, man, I don't leave no streaks, bro. <laughs> and then uh, the other thought was, I need something for dinner. I need some steaks for, for the family. And uh, as I'm walking down the main aisle, I see this lady right in front of me picks up this big case of Guinness, four six-packs. And I was like, oh, I hate Guinness, but it is St. Patty's Day. And since I'm a, I'm a boy, I'm, a, I'm my boy's favorite black Irishman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to represent. So Guinness Draft Stout, the weakest uh, beer I've ever had in my life. Uh, but we're going to make it do what it do. I can't even burp on this thing. It's got like no fizz, no nothing. So you're drinking it now? Right now. <laughs> nice. Cool and refreshing. It's cold. Well, we're sipping on some mules here in the so ill. Mm. That's good. That's, what That's we, a good way to uh, do. Good way to do it. Sweet. So uh yeah. That's uh that's what's up on on my book, my radar. What's up with you? Well, it's a freaking rainy ass day here, man. And uh the weather's been weird. I know it's been weird there and a lot of other places. This winter has just been like a roller coaster of like sort of warm and then freezing and then cold and then sort of warm and then cold and then freezing and I don't know, man. It's supposed to be like 70 by Thursday, and then the next day it's supposed to be down in the 40s. Like, what the hell's going on, you know? That's weird. I'm starting to think maybe there's something to this whole global warming bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I think you called it exactly what it is. I'm I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm a denier. Uh, I say that it's just uh, climate change. It's just the... uh, the earth going in in cycles. I'm sure that we're messing some stuff up that we shouldn't be messing up, like the ozone layer and all that stuff. But 
I kind of think that the earth is resilient and is able to uh, to heal itself. Because one thing's for sure is that if something happened and we all, you know, had some nuclear war and we're all out of here, or the population is reduced by half and the the earth will start healing itself, trees will start coming out through the cement, it'd be like I am legend all over again. So. True that. I don't know. But what do I know? I'm an idiot. I don't care. <clears throat> yes, you are. Say it to my face. I would, because I'm one too. That's how I know that you are one as well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so it's a, it's a good day. It's Yeah. You know, we're alive. We're breathing. We're drinking. We're burping. Having a good time. I just took a, yep. a nice poopy break. Before we started this thing and, you know, feel cleaned out. Like, I'm feeling good. Jesus, boy, secret time, huh? Secret time, bro. <laughs> secret time? <laughs> hey, everyone does it. Ain't nothing to be ashamed of. Jesus did it, too. Hell yeah. It just wasn't recorded. His probably smelled like poopery coming out, though. I mean, let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? He's the son of God. He has some Yon. kind of perk. You know what I mean? Probably hanging out with his sure. disciples on that boat and being like, yo, Paul, come here. What's that smell like? <laughs> it smells like pine needles and citrus. <laughs> you are the son of God. I knew it. Uh, now that I'm going yeah. to hell. Um... It, you know, the <laughs> only thing that's sacrilegious is that uh, you said Paul and not Peter. Oh, whatever. But... Yeah, because the boat. I get it. Yep, yep. Oh, boy. Well, what a good Christian you are. Speaking of guys' names, <laughs> here comes a cool segue. We yeah. have some awesome news today. Yeah. Um, we're actually going to deliver an interview. What? Insert applause here. Oh, I totally will. Yay. Uh, so the poor soul sitting next to me, actually, is a friend of mine. Uh, and you know what? I dare say a good friend of mine. Um, but yeah, let's, let's welcome on. And unless you want to talk about something else real quick, Michael, you ready? What do you want to do? Oh, I'm ready, brother. Go ahead. Sweet. We already started. Well, this is, let's do it. This is drew. What's up, drew. Say hi. Hey, how's it going? What's up, drew. Make yourself welcome. Uh, if you want welcome to the podcast <clears throat> for show. If you want, before we go any further, tell us about yourself, man. As much or as little, doesn't matter. No judgment. Well, <clears throat> who are you, Drew? That is a great question. <laughs> uh, I'm generally a quiet person, so I'm just going to keep this brief. Um, I'm currently in the military and uh, been married since October of 2017. And yeah, loving life down here in uh, Southern Illinois. So. No, it's so ill. So, so Ill. we call it so ill. Come on, dude. Jeez. So as many times as I've listened to this podcast now. <laughs> you do there listen you to the Sweet. podcast. You rascal, you. Yeah. Awesome. Word. Awesome. That's good. Well, cool, well, man. Welcome well, to uh, actually. Welcome I'm, to the podcast. I'm kind of a. Uh, 
we both have Michael and I both have men in our lives that are in the military and that's uh it's a cool thing, man. So obviously thank you for your service and Hells yeah. I know you just got back not that long ago from overseas and uh we'll spare the details on that, but quick question, what do you do in the military? Like what's your, your MO? Oh. Or is it MOS? MOS. Yeah. Uh good question. It's not the the uh most high speed job that we like to call it, but <laughs> it is, you know, it is a good job and it's got its perks and it's got its downfalls. But I'm currently a cook. Um, Word. So, yeah, I mean, I love to cook. So I figured, you know, let me get some extra training and, you know, experience hands on. So I figured, why not? Heck yeah. For sure, man. Brothers be hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've had some of your cooking. And I can attest, you are in the right MOS for that one. Although, I will say when you're overseas, I got some snaps from you. And you were shooting this big-ass fucking gun. Yeah. So, I mean, you've had, you've had some adventure, right? Yeah, yeah I haven't been a cook, you know, my entire time. I was trained in a different MOS um, for my overseas uh, deployment. And, and it, that had its ups and downs, but for the most part, it was a great job. Um, I kind of miss it, actually, surprisingly. But, yeah. Uh, glad to be back, though. So. Yeah, man. Well, I know. Hey, 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 this is awesome, but uh, let me pause just for a second and, and, and just ask, which branch of the military are you in, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, not at all. Uh, it's the Army. Okay, sweet. Who rock? Cool. Yeah, I just wanted cool. to clarify that. Oh, I mean, my, my dad cool. was in the Army, so. <laughs> right. It's awesome. It's Hua for all you people out there. Who didn't know that? I, I did know that. I was just kidding. Sure. But, um, Little uh, another th- <laughs> another thing of clarification. Another thing of clarification for those who don't know what an MOS is. <laughs> you want to go ahead and explain what that is? Uh, it's basically like your job title. It's a military occupation, especially. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much it. Sweet. I love it, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, bro. Cool. Ooh, uh. Oi, what is it? Cool. Well, you got it. I'm just here. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I gotta make sure my dad listens to this podcast. I'm sure he'll enjoy it. Oh god. He was an army ranger for uh seven years. He's in the eighties. He's gonna hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you listen to the podcast, so I'm sure you've heard it. And, oh, yeah. You know, my my dad was Rambo, so, uh, or still is Rambo. Badass, so. Cool. Very cool. Well, without further ado, let's get into some questions. What do you say? Yeah. That's fine with me. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. To get down to the nitty gritty. Michael, do you want to ask some cues or do you want me to? Because I got them right here. I'm ready. I, you know what? I pulled them up as well. So go ahead. Go ahead and knock out the first one. Well, Drew. Um, so first question. When did you come to know Christ and what's your story? Mm. <clears throat> well, 
this kind of goes into another question as well, but I was raised in church and my, you know, since birth. So, um, I, 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 I was pretty much around it, you know, constantly, um, you know, every Sunday, every Wednesday, um, the, you know, Awanas and where I grew up, we had, uh, I'm not even sure if it's still around, but it's, it's called Patch the Pirate. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, I was in that. So I was around <laughs> it, you know, constantly. So what was it called? Cause I kind of belched over you. Uh, Patch the Pirate. Okay. It's kind of like Awanas, but, uh, yeah, I grew up in that and, uh, I won't say I did it, you know, just out of, you know, everyone was doing it, but you know, I, I did have a, a moment where, cause I went through some stuff as a kid where, uh, you know, I needed something, you know, more than me, bigger than me. So, um, and so I, I was, I think I was around five or six is when I, uh, uh. first came to Christ. Um, but, <laughs> uh yeah that's pretty much how, <laughs> how i came came to know christ i'm not laughing at you i'm just <laughs> laughing because we're just belching over you <laughs> that's fine that's fine <laughs> i'm gonna try not you know what i'm gonna try not to belch over you i'm gonna try to wait for a pause yeah. especially for those who are taking shots while we burp, burp but you know well cool man oh uh, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome though. Get what was the type of church or the type of denomination again? It was a uh, it was it was I guess independent Baptist. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Independent Baptist. So they were a little bit more progressive um in their theology. Right. Than than the typical Southern Baptist then. Oh yeah, and I I I've had experience in both type. I um cuz I, I I was raised you know, first 10 years of my life in independent and moved down to Virginia um, and grew up in Southern Baptist. So, I mean, they okay. both, you know, they're a lot alike, but at the same time, different as well in their own way. Sure. Sure. All right. And and then when did you actually leave that church? Ooh, let's see. And why? Like, what was your reasoning? Uh, any reason, uh, mine, I just, I just never felt like I, uh, really fit in, I guess. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense, but that was just, just the way I felt. I couldn't really, I tried different churches, tried different, you know, types, just couldn't really find one for their type of, I guess belief that I actually, you know, felt comfortable with. So I left maybe, I'm going to say around 24, 25. So, mm. but yeah, I, I, I mean, I still go, I still go back every once in a while visiting family, but, but yeah, um, just haven't really found the, the one. Yeah. You go back to the same church you grew up in? Every now and then? Um, every now and then, when I visit yeah. with family, I do, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Well, do you still consider yourself to be a Christian, even though that you, you know, don't go to that church regularly? I still consider myself a Christian, yeah. Uh, Wrong. 
<laughs> Pagan ass. I know what you'd be doing. I'm obviously kidding. Of course. <laughs> Continue, Drew. Of Sorry. course you are. Uh, no, that's fine. That's what it's my thing. I derail people. Yeah. Michael's always getting serious, and I'm like, yeah, but that big old dick wasn't a thing, though, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Well, go ahead while I take a bite of my burrito, Sean. Mm. <laughs> How big is your burrito? <laughs> I, I, I'm extra flexible. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> This reason for leaving the church, and does he still consider himself to be a Christian? Oh, yes, yes. And you do? Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, I why? Mean, why? Because uh, I, I still believe in God. I believe, you know, the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, all of that. Um, I believe in the Bible. I still read the Bible. Um, and, you know, I've had, you know, just... Little small things in life happen where, you know, it makes you, if you weren't a Christian, it makes you think, is there something else, you know, bigger than all of us? And, you know, is there life after death? So, so little things like that, you know, just kind of add up, you know, there's no denying that God's real. So I got to believe, I got to still follow. So. I like Word. It. And I agree. <clears throat> um, so while Michael is so rudely stuffing his face with a big burrito, uh, I guess I'll oh, take over the so questions. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that. Um, so you consider yourself a Christian, but you've left the church. Um, actually, before we move on, I kind of, well, now well, let's stick to the script and then I'll go a little off. Um, so, yeah, how has your life changed Post church, so afterwards, or has it? Mm, I would say you know it really hasn't changed. I guess uh, I really haven't given that that part too much thought, um, but it does. Uh, when you do walk away from a church, it does put a. I guess Satan, you know it. He kind of zones in on the ones that do walk away. So you do got to stay a bit more, you know, at the ready, um, on guard. That way you don't fall towards temptation. So um, I guess in a way it has, you know, has changed and it hasn't. In the way it has, you know, I got to stay on guard a whole lot more. Um, Simplify. Cool. <laughs> Army strong. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, uh, you just gotta, I mean, I, I gotta stay on guard, you know, 24 seven. And to be honest, that's what church always, you know, it's always preached to you gotta stay on guard. No, that makes sense, man. Um, and at the same time, it's kind of interesting to me because, and not to just push back on what you said, but just in general, cause I totally agree with you, but isn't it funny that we have to like, we have to stand guard, as you put it, a little more than when we are in a church, which, I mean, we talk about here 
on the podcast all the time that when we talk about church in a positive or negative light, we're talking about a community and like this, you know, group of people. So when you leave said group of people, quote unquote, leave, or, you know, you remove yourself from it. I mean, that makes total sense that, you know, if, if the enemy is roaring, roaming around like a lion seeking whom he may devour, I mean, we can watch Netflix documentaries and, you know, discovery stuff about wildlife and the lions always prey on the weak and the ones who scatter from the flock, you know? Um, but spiritually, I guess we could say, and in our faith, like, do you find yourself looking for another community? And if so, have you found one? Or does it even, like, are you at a place where you need community, but do you necessarily need the old type of church community that you used to have? Does that make sense? It does. Um, I would, if I found the right church, yeah, I'd go back, you know, to that, that community. Um, but I'm, I'm content with, like, fellowshipping and communicating with, uh, you know, friends and, you know, family um, on what we believe, you know, and trying to keep each other um, accountable and right. holding each other to that, you know, to that level. Um, and like this podcast, this is, you know, this is a great work, great community to be honest, to be able to come together, you know, with like minds and like these interviews They're they're a great way to reach out and I feel like I'm rambling on. No, man, I'm following. Yeah. Uh, appreciate the love too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anytime. Um, but it uh, it's a great way to reach out and, and communicate with you know like-minded people, um, and to hold each other to that accountability level. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, guess just 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 like a church, um, but without the said building. So. True, dude. I I I couldn't have said it any better. Honestly. I mean, I, I think exactly because <laughs> you we, had a burrito in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, seriously. I, I, I think that's exactly our, our point and our uh, reasoning for, or part of the reasoning for starting this podcast was like community is, is what church is really about. It's not about the four walls, right? Sean, help me out. What's the slogan? I cannot remember for the life of me. Church is not the people. I mean, no, church is not the building. <laughs> Burrito brain. <laughs> Burrito brain. Church is not the building. People are the church. People are church. Screw the building. We're the unchurched. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's really not about the four walls. It's not about, you know being in a being in four walls and paying your tithes and just listening to one person deliver a message on a on a Sunday morning but it's about people who are willing to together press towards uh growing in their faith 
and growing in their ability to obey God, to love God, to worship God together. You know, it's a it's a lifestyle. It's about the life uh, together of believers, not necessarily the once a week gathering in a specific place. So I, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. Absolutely, Drew. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, <clears throat> um, are there are there things that you've learned, good or bad? Um, or habits that you have now or whatever, um, since you've been away from church specifically concerning your faith, if that makes sense to you, like has, has your view on this changed or your view on that changed or, uh, I don't really think it's changed any, um, yeah, I still believe, you know, Pretty much the same things I was taught in church. Uh, not necessarily like, you know, day drinking is bad or... Uh, well, so that's, so that's good. a good question then. Did you drink when you were in the quote-unquote church? Yes. Ooh, you naughty rascal, you! Uh, I did, and, you know, I, if I can be honest... Every not everyone, but a lot of people did stuff that they weren't supposed to as well. So yeah. I'm not saying I'm not justifying anything, you know, that's making it right, but it's just me, I'm able to handle and know you know when to draw the line on you know drinking and such. So you know. Yeah. Well I mean yeah. alcohol is just one instance, but is yeah. there is there something that didn't change or did change, because uh, it kind of sounds like it really hasn't changed a whole lot. Yeah, it, it really hasn't. It's just I'm, I don't go to church every Sunday uh, or follow up Wednesdays. So. Oh, the Wednesdays! So, <laughs> oh, the Wednesdays, indeed. <laughs> so, so is there anything? that you've learned about church or God or Christianity since you've been away from church? Uh, no, but I'm, I've, uh, I love history. So when it comes to like, you know, biblical history, I'm, I'm all for learning it. And I've even done like very small, you know, studies myself. And even back when I was going to church, we do these, uh, like ancient time studies, you know, of what happened way back in the Bible and what was coinciding with, you know, what we're taught in the ancient world history in class or in school. Right. Um, and I always found that interesting. So I would always, you know, kind of pay attention a little bit more or do a little bit more studying myself, all, you know, my free time. But... Dude, I get that. Yeah. Just even if I can interject in your answer here, but like, <clears throat> so watching, I just recently watched another thing on uh, a show. Doesn't matter where I watched it because they don't sponsor us. But it was all about Earth and um, and the cosmos and life and you know bio stuff, biology and and all this stuff and it's so crazy to watch like what scientists can and have proved to be truth based on here's the factual evidence 
you cannot disprove this versus, you know, on the fifth day, God created, and on the seventh day, God rested. And in seven days, God created this whole thing that we know now. And it's like, well, I don't believe that anymore, that seven days are literal. And it's it's so, I guess my point is, it's interesting to watch shows like that, again, where scientists can actually document, no, this is a fact, and then, you know, shine the faith light onto that, and it's just so intriguing to be like, oh, man, how long did it really take for God to create everything? Like, was a day a thousand years? Was a day a million years? Was a day a literal day, and God's God, and he just badass the sh- fucking shit through it and was like boom boom bitch <laughs> right. i don't know but it's so intriguing to like think of stuff like that because personally when i was in church the bible was you know the infallible word of god so if it said it that's what it meant so if god <clears throat> created it in seven days damn it it was seven days you know and like yep yeah i don't believe that anymore so anyway yeah, to believe that you would have to ignore science, right? Yeah, and like a lot of science. Evidence of things. A lot of evidence. So sure. I, I just it I guess why I brought that up is one, because it's intriguing, and two, because uh I'm piggybacking off of Drew, and three, because um I just got a phone call and it threw me off. <laughs> What's the third one? Oh, no. <laughs> Screw it. Oh, I don't third understand how Christians can like under like how do you not understand? Okay, we can prove this, but because you are so dogmatic about literal sentences in a book that God wrote through men over thousands of years and has been translated millions of times that no, no, no. That's the Bible said and that's how it is. So fuck all the scientists and their proof of evidence you know it's like come on sure yeah you know something like that dude we we should i know you you proposed having a conversation about this before and and i told you i'm like i just don't feel confident to be able to really discuss the science behind all of you know this stuff because i just don't know enough and i'd have to do a lot more research for me to be comfortable but yeah. I, I'm with you, bro. I, I'm I've been having a hard time, honestly. If you talk about, you know, and, and Drew, we can ask you this too. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some of the things that you might struggle with in your faith now that you're you've been away from church? For me, I've I've been struggling with the science. I've been struggling with. I'm a complete nerd, and, and I'm like you, Drew. I want to study history. And all the stuff that that refute the Bible, I want to know about it. I want to study that stuff to because I, I think that a, a person really doesn't have their faith unless they challenge it. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's possible to really be secure in your faith unless you yourself question the things that you believe. And so for me, I'm I'm. I look at the science and I, I, I see the scientists saying that the earth is 6 billion years old. And then I look at the, the Christian science. Now, now, those are the evolutionary scientists. And I look at the, the Christian scientists that say the earth is only 7,000 years old. 
or 6,000 years old. And I see this conflict between the two sciences, and both parties are smarter than I'll ever be. You know, I don't have any degrees in science. I've studied it, but I don't have any degree in science. I don't have any credibility to be able to say that this is real and this is not. But I think that it's interesting to be able to say, if the earth really is 6,000 years old, then yeah, that probably would give, um, give credence to God creating everything literally and in six days. But if the, if, the, if the earth is really 6 billion years old, or 60 billion, whatever the number is, I can't remember off the top of my head, then would I be willing to say that God didn't do it in six literal days? And maybe it was 6,000 years. If, if, if one day to God is like 1,000 years and 1,000 years like a day, do we take that literally or do we take that poetically? Yeah. And it's some it's something that I've struggled with since I've been away from church. Struggling with the science of, well, hell, they just found a rock, they say, or you know, they, they date this rock as being six million years old. What is right next to a dinosaur that they're saying is three thousand years old. What's the truth? Was the rock there three, you know, was it, was a, the rock there longer than the bones of the dinosaur? Was the dinosaur there longer than the, and then you've got these dinosaur bones that are being pulled up as recent in the last 10 years that still have bone marrow and still have flesh inside. Like you can, you can literally extract DNA from these bones that they found in the last 10 years from these dinosaurs that were supposed to have died out 60 million years ago. You know? Right. And then they say that it takes thousands of years for, um, for something to fossilize. But then 10 years ago, they found boots that were completely fossilized. They, they found a bag of sugar that was completely fossilized. It was complete rock. But it was clear once they started chiseling into it, it was nothing more than a bag of sugar. Completely fossilized. And obviously we know that there were no <laughs> pioneer bags of sugar and paper that, were, that existed 60 million years ago. <laughs> so I've been looking at all of this different stuff for years, and it's been really, it's not been shaking my faith, but it's been making me question everything. And I think that there, like, I don't think that you can really, truly be secure and rooted in your faith without questioning it. So, so I would want to ask, Drew, to you, like, is there anything that you've been questioning since you've been out of church? Is there anything that, you know, makes you wonder, like, hmm, is that really true or is it not? I would have to say the science as well. Yeah, I question. <clears throat> I question myself the science a lot, and in our time of 2019, late 2018, the whole flat Earth uh, <laughs> theory. So, 
<laughs> so wait, you're saying you're oh, questioning oh. if Earth is actually flat? Well, I'm just saying that's one of them. Like, I've never been to space, so Ooh. I've never been up that high of an altitude to you know to know if I do go through that barrier. But yeah, to see it with your own eyes, you haven't seen it, right? But that's yeah. just one of the many things, you know, like the whole dinosaurs and you know finding the bone marrow, um, the flesh, even still on it it's just yeah it makes you wonder like we're told these things died out millions of years ago but here it has flesh on it still so makes you wonder yeah it does it does indeed it does indeed i still believe in jesus i still believe that he is the only means of salvation all of that i still believe is true i believe that he really was the son of god that he was a man born of a virgin and on and on and on the whole create the whole story right of the immaculate conception i still believe that and i don't have to see it to believe it um but i believe it regardless um but dude there there's questions sean and i we, we talked i don't know at the very very beginning of this podcast dude i i struggle with Jonah and the great fish. Like, how the hell do you survive in the belly of a fish for three days? How do you do that? Yeah. That's a hard one for me. And then every single animal that walked the earth was on the ark that was the size <laughs> of a football field. Dude, come on, man. I, I have a problem with that. Now, the now history and archaeology and science, not archaeology, maybe archaeology, I don't know, whatever. Science will tell you that there was a great flood. Mm. And just about every religion in this world says that there was a great flood. And science will also tell you that there was more than one great flood. That's why we have marine life fossils on tops of mountains. Right. You know, like you can dig into Mount Everest and you're going to find marine fossil life. Well, not life, but marine fossils. Even down here in uh, So Ill, you can, like, there's so Ill. There's uh, different parks, and even, I think, Garden of the Gods, it actually gives, like, a little plaque and says that you can find there's been, like, marine life. And this is, like, mid- the Midwest. Like, there's no body, yeah. large body of ocean water around us. So that's proof yeah. there that, you know, there has been a great flood. Absolutely. Out of this world, man. I mean, let's not even talk about Bigfoot. I'm just saying. Oh, so God, uh, I knew it was going there. <laughs> <laughs> so Drew believes in Bigfoot too. To, you guys could like okay. you could just go off on twenty minute tangent. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so that's that's a tangent. But so so the next question though is um do you do you still tell people that you're a Christian? Why or why not? Uh I do. Um I don't, I don't professly come out, you know, the whole, like, I'm a Christian and then everybody looks at you, but, um, I try to show it through, through my actions. Um, I do struggle, uh, with quick temperament. So, um, that kind of does throw it off a little bit, but I do try to show it through my actions. Um, and, you know, and if the time permits, then I will, you know, not 
witness to somebody, but I will ask some questions and I'll be like, you know, um, just try to, you know, lead them, you know, to the right answers or, or whatnot. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah I we think, just had you know, at work a conversation, or I should say at the coffee shop. Well, um, <clears throat> I had a conversation about that very specific thing. And we were talking about, you know, um, Christians and <clears throat> specifically Christians of some type of power. Whether it's like you lead this Sunday school or you're the pastor or you teach this class or whatever. And it was just so interesting because, again, I, I know we've done these questions, Michael, um, with each other here on the podcast. And my answer to that question was I do not tell people they find out and or if time allows and you know things happen then sure i'll share i'll share whatever you know i'm not gonna hide it but i'm not gonna you know put my light on the hill or whatever and dude it was such an interesting conversation because it almost proved my point of and you kind of alluded sort of with like i'm not just gonna say hey i'm a christian because then everyone will like laugh and be like oh you know, like, that's a thing, man. And it's a shitty thing, but... Anyway, I don't want to get too far into that. I just... I thought it was so funny, because it almost validated my whole... Yeah, here's why I don't just, you know, go to Walmart and talk to the bagging lady about Jesus. <laughs> you know? Sure. Hey, I'm a Christian, are you? Because you're going to hell. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, the, the approach becomes different, right? So it's, you know, like we talked about before, it's not, you know, I understand the mandate to share your faith and to proselytize or whatever the case may be, but that doesn't prove your Christianity, right? You you telling people about Jesus or telling people that you're a Christian doesn't prove that you're a Christian. You know, what proves out your Christianity is whether or not you love one another. And that's the most important thing. Amen. I agree. So. What up, listeners? So I want to tell you about uh, some bracelets that I've been wearing that really fit my style. They, they give me the feels, you know what I'm saying? Put all the vibes on my body. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's this company called Pura Vida, and their website is just puravitabracelets.com. And you can go check them out, and you should go check them out. For all of your bracelet needs, you need, you need bracelets. That's all I'm saying. So one of the reasons why I like them so much is because, um, unfortunately, my wife and I had a miscarriage a little while back, and... They actually have charity and awareness bracelets. And man, I gotta tell you, I wear mine every day because they're dipped in wax. So they like, they're waterproof and they're awesome. I don't take them off when I bathe and I won't tell you any more of my bathing habits. So don't worry. Um, but they are stupid reliable when it comes to withstanding the weathers. You go into the beach, you get in the pool, you go sunbathe. 
whatever you're going to do, the bracelet's going to stand up. <clears throat> and it's also going to be a talking point. I can't tell you how many times conversations have uh, sprung along um, just from wearing these bracelets. So it's cool because you can, you know, share some awareness. Um, they also give 10% to charities and causes. So that's pretty cool too. But when you go to their website, P-U-R-A-V-I-D-A bracelets.com, here's what you can do. Once you're done shopping and you got all your bracelets, they got necklaces, they just started doing earrings. So you're going to fill your cart. Then you're going to scroll down to promo code and here's what you're going to put in for an additional 20% off your whole freaking purchase. Yeah, that's right. 20% off. So here's what you're going to type in. It's just my name and then two zero. So Sean Lunt 20. Now that's S-E-A-N, the only way to spell it, L-U-N-T-2-0. So again, check out PuraVitaBracelets.com and use that promo code SeanLunt20 for an additional 20% off your whole friggin' purchase. Okay. <laughs> and start looking good and start doing good. Peace. All right. Well, the, do you, the next question is, uh, and I think you kind of alluded to it before, you know, would you consider going back to church? And I, and, I, and I think what you were saying was that if you found the right place to go, you would go. But I guess if I, if I can expound on that question, what exactly would you be looking for if you were to return back to a physical building for community? Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of, that's a that's a hard one actually. That is to me, it's more of like a. a feeling. That's what she said. <laughs> nice. Hey. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Derailed. I, yeah, definitely, definitely. I had it right there on the on the brain. <laughs> so would you I'm sorry. Going back? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I couldn't resist. It was like a freaking carrot in front of a horse, you know? It was just like, ugh. You got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly would you be looking for? That's the question. Uh, if you were to go back. I think it's more of like, for me, more of like a feeling. Um, I I guess I still struggle in a way because I, I've, uh, I was like the church I was raised in the first time the independent Baptist, it was more of a, uh, very calm, quiet, you know, just, I would say, I guess, reserved type of church, um, where you did this, you did that, you wore this and you didn't wear this, um, and, and so on. So I guess in today's time, there's more of these mega churches coming out, bigger churches, you know, incorporating, uh, you know, larger mu musical equipment and projectors and instead of like hymn books. And I guess in a way I, I, I'm like, in a way just to kind of like struggling back and forth of like, which is right, which is wrong, you know, what do I feel more comfortable with? And, and back to another question, that's kind of a, another big reason of why I kind of just fell out of the whole church scene church scene. Yeah. It's just, you know, it just kind of threw me for a loop. Like, you know, 
there's this church doing that, this church doing that, what is right, what is wrong. Um, so I just kind of, you know, left in my own thing, but, um, yeah, back to the question, it would, it would probably have to be like more of like a feel. I'd have to, you know, try out more churches, go to them. Um, and if it felt right, if I felt, you know, that I can grow in that church, then I would definitely stay. If that answers it. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. You know, everybody looks for something different in, in, uh, in church and in community. Uh, so, you know, I mean, there's no fault into, into what you're looking for or, or whatever the case may be. We all need something. And um, if you can find that in, you know, within the four walls and more power to you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the problem is that it's not, <laughs> I don't know, from our standpoint, it's very difficult to find you know, that type of community and growth and development and maturity and challenge within those four walls that one day or two days a week, you know, and, and, and I think that that's what makes communities like what we have special, you know, cause you know, Sean can say something or do something and, you know, I, I, and, and, and vice versa. I know he wouldn't have a problem telling me, dude, that's fucked up. You know, and and the other way around, and then to challenge each other's thinking yeah. and to challenge each other's rationale, and to push each other towards a more Christian perspective, and that's life. That's doing life together. That's, you know, I I think what it's really all about. You know, so you know if if you can find that in a building, then more part to you, right? Um, you know, I, I look at it as, I look at it like this. You, we know the word of God is like bread, right? It's, uh, according to scripture, it's it's nutrition for us, right? Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> but if, like the, but if the only time you're eating is... In the first half of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> so, but the thing is, like, if, if the only time that you're eating is once a week... You're going to be pretty malnutrition, right? Now malnourished, right? And that's what a church building gives you. But when you do life together as Christians outside of the four walls of the church, you you're able to have that nutrition every day if you want it. You can eat as much as you want, feeding off of each other's faith. And growing together in such a way that you're not malnourished. And that's the way that I see it. I could be biased. You know, whatever. Sean, help me out here. I'm dying. Well, you are biased, but it's because that's how you see it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I happen to agree with you. I mean, and, you know, there, again... Not to just hate on whole, you know, every church out there. There's some churches that cultivate community like that, and where that's a thing, that's their lifestyle. Their goal is not Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. Their goal is, yeah, we do those things, but it's because it points to these smaller, you know, tight knit communities where people actually do ministry and grow in their faith. 
Now, I will say, I, I believe that's few and far between. And you don't need the Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights to get there. Thus, is why I'm personally a part of the unchurched and I'm super proud of it because fuck all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get down to business. Like, I don't need to hear this one fat man tell me about how I need to, you know, fat man. have pride for a God Jesus. when you can't even have pride for your own body. Like, stuff like that. But anyway, I, I mean, yeah, I totally agree, man. And yeah, for sure. But so let's get to the last question and then we can just chillax and do whatever we want to do in the podcast um Mm -hmm. but yeah so how do you live out your faith today as part of the quote-unquote unchurched which we've kind of hit on this all throughout but it's kind of like a closing thoughts if you will and uh yeah uh this goes i don't know if it necessarily answers the question but this is just kind of like what I feel like saying it makes sense. Um, Do it. But one way I keep my faith uh, faith up is, you know, continue. I, I got the Bible app on my phone. I'll read it. Um, I get the little alert for the uh, you know, verse of the day. But my biggest one and the way I feel closest, closest to God is out in nature. So that uh, that that right there just kind of like you know it just kind of re re uh, reflames uh, that faith you know it keeps it going uh, right and if I go too long without being out you know even just like a walk you know out on a trail or going to Garden of the Gods which is like what, 20 minutes away so if i do, if i go too long without that then i start to feel like just overwhelmed like anxiety uh so i got i got i got to keep that up um i get i hope that answers it so i mean it's your answer so yeah. there's no wrong answer that's true, that's true. Dude, if, it, if it. it makes sense you know yeah man i it i, I mean i get it I, I mean, I love it. You ha- how can you not? I mean, I did a, a little uh, midweek rant on admiring nature and watching birds and oceans and how things just naturally work. And like, how can you not feel some sense of connection? And how can you not just wonder, like, how big is God and how awesome is he and how small are you? And I mean, that's exactly what I think you're saying. Right. So, I mean, I totally get what you're saying, bro. Yeah. I agree. If I can second that, I, I, you know, Paul talks about in Romans chapter two, that the existence of God can be seen in the fullness of his creation. Like it's undeniable. His fingerprint or his, artismanship his 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 abilities to create can can only be admired when you look at nature it, it, the verse actually says that for the fullness of god can clearly be seen in the things that he has made 
there's there's nothing like it to be out there. And so I, I second it, dude. I, I I'm sure you've heard it since you listened to the podcast. I say that I'm the black Daniel Boone. <laughs> I freaking love being out in nature, man. And yeah. to me, I am absolutely in awe. When I drive up north, I go up north camping a couple times a year. Um and I mean, actually we've got a camping trip coming up uh here pretty soon. I, I got a couple buddies with properties up in Gladwin and in Roscommon, Michigan. I, I, actually in Roscommon, Michigan sidebar. Roscommon just uh they just released this Bigfoot sighting that they had out there oh in uh, Roscommon Township. <laughs> And I, I sent the video you over YouTube to my buddy because he didn't believe it. I'm like, dude, there's a sighting and in, 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 okay, whatever. I, for me, I firmly believe and agree with you that uh, God is our creator. He's created everything. And to see his handiwork, to really appreciate <laughs> to really appreciate him, you got to be able to get out into nature. And see the things that he's made. To hear the different types of birds. To see the different types of rodents and and trees and and uh, bipeds and quadpeds and just everything that's out there, man. To see nature in its fullest, man. It just really, really makes you appreciate, you know, the the ecosystem that's been created and how it feeds off of each other and how it 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 grows and it flourishes because it has each other. Everything is all connected. Everything is, not to sound new age, everything is energy. And it's all around us. And we have barely, we, we've barely put a, an ice pick into it to be able to determine how to harness it and how to, uh, how to live with it and how to use it. it, like, it it's absolutely amazing, man. So I, could, I personally appreciate you saying that you know how you live out your faith and how you identify with god is being out in nature being surrounded by the things that he's created obviously you don't see him physically but the physical world that you live in you can touch it you can smell it you can taste it mm. it <laughs> that sounded really dirty uh <laughs> It, it it's a wonderful way to tap in. It is, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what he said. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That that is completely awesome. I yeah. love it. That's all our questions, by the way. Yeah, we're done. I mean, we we can just end right now. So bye. Just kidding. I love it. Man. <laughs> I love it. Man, Drew, thank you for coming on, man. It was an awesome interview, dude. I'm glad to be on. Yeah. Th- th- thanks for having me. You were better Absolutely. than I expected. That's what she said. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> I just tossed that one up. So I'm glad you hit that one out of the park. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not letting that slide. Yeah, man. So. You've, you have officially popped our interview cherry. Sweet. There you go. <laughs> Numero uno. Ooh. Yeah, so Hoorah. about Bigfoot. What is it? Hoa. Hoa. 
Jeez, just quit, Sean. <laughs> so, so about this Bigfoot. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, I'm he said leave, you were an enthusiast. I'm just going to leave the room and you guys can continue going. <laughs> I, just wanted, I just want to nerd out for a second, just for a second, Sean. All right. Jesus. I need more liquor. <laughs> so, speaking of God and nature, you ever go to the Shawnee National Forest? I do, yeah. Uh, as often as, as I'm able to. So for those who don't know, like we, I don't, I don't remember the, the podcast number, but we talked about the Shawnee national forest and, and, and so ill, like there's literal Bigfoot like statues, right? Right. Yeah. Because there are so many different sightings in the Shawnee national forest. And to me, that's fascinating and I freaking love it. Yeah, you know, so I don't, I don't care whether, in the, whether you believe or not. In the National Forest, there's this place called Garden of the Gods, which uh, Drew actually talked about. And when you were talking about floods oh. and, you know, how is there... I didn't realize. So, yeah. so Garden of the Gods is in Shawnee? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. All right. I just learned something. Mind blown. So yeah, that's Mind that's blown. where Bigfoot's supposedly roaming around. Oh, so you like you ever get a rock thrown at you or something like that? I I never have. I've you know I've never experienced anything personal, but you know I I try to keep an open mind. You know, you never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You might be out there. You might be watching. I, you listen, dude. I'm the same way, dude. I I just for me, Freaking I'm not Bigfoot. willing to. <laughs> <laughs> listen it's not somebody it, it's not normal that i that i get a chance to talk to somebody who has an open mind about this shit because sean you're completely closed mind about it yeah about 99 <laughs> percent. yep so for me it's exciting i'm like you know yeah to me it's awesome dude i i think it's great and and honestly i'm I'm intrigued about the whole subject. Oh, me too. I yeah. get kind of freaked out when I'm in the woods. Mostly because typically when I'm there, I'm the only black guy there <laughs> in the woods. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's out there. And, you know, all I know is what I've seen and what I've heard. And uh, I just find it interesting. Oh, me too. For sure. You know, you guys um, should, Michael, you should plan a trip down here. Because you should do that anyway. But yeah, we are planning whenever a trip you down there do, for sure. You and Drew and me, I'll go along. I'll film it. We should all go Sweet. Bigfoot hunting in the Shawnee National Forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get some big There's no sticks. such thing as Bigfoot hunting. <laughs> I'll work on my Yeti call or whatever, Sasquatch call. Well, you know, honestly, dude, I've I've watched some YouTube videos from the from the Shawnee, and. Um, you know, guys, they're, they're like filming and they show these different tree structures and they, they show these trees that have been broken off like 10 feet high, 12 feet high. And it's a break. It's not a it's not a like deadfall from a tree like, you know, deadfall. You know, when I when I drive to Lansing to pick up my son and bring him back, we're on 96 highway freeway and there are plenty of deadfall trees. You know, and when a tree falls, it's not falling from 10 feet up. It's falling from way lower, 
right? You mm-hmm. can see roots coming out the ground and stuff like that. But, you know, I've never seen like some tree structure. I, they talk about uh, different different parts of land where there's, you know, two trees that have been twisted together to make an X, you know, like do not do not enter this area. And, you know, I've seen that on videos and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, if you if you are able to bend a tree, you know, that high up as a man, then you're using some equipment. But some of this some of these trees are just way too big to be pushed around it like they are. And there's this there's this place in Hawaii where they're saying that Bigfoot lives where I'm sorry, I'm just nerding out for a second. There's, there's there's this place in Hawaii. I can't remember which island it is, but they say that there's a lot of Okanagua. big feet, Bigfoot going around. Was that Okanagua? Okanagua in Hawaii. That is the thing, and it's Okanagua. <laughs> Super five bitches. Okanagua, Okanagua. Uh. Super five, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> where so where there's a bunch of trees that are flipped upside down and dug into the ground and their roots are exposed. Like these trees are upside down and they don't grow that way. No. They were turned upside down and, and jammed into the ground. And like, to me, it's like, what the hell is out there that's able to take a tree roots and all lift it up out of the ground and then shove it back into the ground. And it's still standing. Like stuff like that is just kind of like it interests me. It's clearly so, Bigfoot. I'm not saying it's Bigfoot. I'm just saying it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, you got me there. It's interesting. <laughs> hey, l- listen, y- you go make another mule. I don't have any liquor. I have to get off of this podcast so I can get some. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But seriously, when you come down to So Ill, we all should go hunt Sasquatch. When I come down to So Ill, we'll go walk through the forest. Because <laughs> I, I want to see Shawnee National Forest because I've never seen it. Yeah. I don't care to go Bigfoot hunting because I'm not an idiot. But I would like to walk around the forest and do some hiking. I think that that would be fun. So we'll set a date and we'll get down there. Yeah, man, we'll do it. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Well, Drew. Any final thoughts? uh, Is there anything that you do on the side that you'd like to push? Maybe an Instagram page or (laughs) follow here or check out this website? or. Well, just so happens, uh, I do, uh, I do, uh, dabble in photography as well Ooh, um, dabbles. <laughs> and yeah it's uh not something that is i've been done for like a long time but uh but yeah it's it, i've been interested in it for like a while um but it's really i guess taken off like seriousness wise you know past i would say year and a half two years almost so um word yeah sweet you got a website or an instagram page you want to plug uh i do uh go for it it's uh drew winston photography sweet 
but it's mainly like landscapes right now, but I would like to eventually branch off into uh, the so-called more, you know, business side, like weddings, uh, portraits, family events, uh, stuff like that. Sweet. All right. Well, we'll put it in the show notes and uh, it's been awesome. So it's uh, Drew Winston Photography. Right. Sweet. That. How do you spell Winston? Oh, W I N S T O N. W I. Did you have to think about it? S T O N. I did. <laughs> like, I, don't, do I, I don't. I don't spell my middle name that often. So <laughs> when I, when I created the uh, the name, I was like, how do I keep Drew Winston or go with my last name? Yeah. Yeah. I just want you know. Cool. Something different. Not a name you hear every day. Sweet. So. Yeah, go awesome. check them out. Check out some photos. Give them some thumbs. Oh yeah. There you go. Very cool. Well, thanks again, Drew, for joining us for and uh, popping our cherry cherry for the first uh, interview. Man, yeah, it was awesome. For reals. Uh, been an honor. <laughs> it was as painful as it was pure. <laughs> God, God, that was a little too. Too far, huh? That was, uh, yeah. That's like, uh, <clears throat> that was very priestly of you. <laughs> so, all right. Let's end it there. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Jeez. So sacrilegious. <laughs> all right, here we go. All right, brother, it's been real. All right, man. We'll catch you later. All right. Yep. Peace. peace. Hey everybody, it's Laurel, the self-appointed fan club president. You can visit Unchurched Podcast at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com or at unchurchedpod on Twitter and Instagram. See you there.